The following SpongePod is brought to you by the Salty Spittoon. Hey, Tim, do you like to put the smackdown on some church boys? Uh, smackdown? Church boys? What? What's that? Hey, do you like to eat glass and break cables for breakfast? No, that sounds terrible. Well, either way you have it, use one of those methods to get into the Salty Spittoon. With Reg watching the front door so no weenies can get in, the Salty Spittoon is a key place in Bikini Bottom to get your tough on. Is is that the only option? Because I'd prefer to be tough only, but not eat glass. Only one option. Okay. Break cables, glass. You got to have a tattoo on your arm that has your mom's face on it. Right I mean, are, are you a church boy or are you a tough boy, Tim? I, I think I'm a church boy if those are the, if those are my options. Go to the Salty Spittoon to beat the snot out of Tim. Oh. And welcome to the SpongePod, the official unofficial podcast of SpongeBob SquarePants, where we overanalyze every single episode and get down to the bikini bottom of your fan theories. I'm your host and in-house Spongebob expert, Eric. Are you ready, Tim? Aye, aye, Captain. Oh, yeah. It's October. <laughs> it is the 10th month of the of the year. How you doing, Tim? Doing all right? Feeling good. Again, October, fall coming up. It's the best time of the year. The best time of the year. It really is. Agreed. It really is. I'm so we're so happy to be here with you here on the Sponge Pod, uh, back and better than ever. Um, going five or what six episodes strong now. Yes. So we're, we're happy that we're back. Uh, quick shout out to Jake and Aaron Livingston. I just learned that they're listening. That's super cool. Hope you guys are enjoying the Sponge Pod. Make sure to check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, or send us an email at thespongepod at gmail.com. We would just love to hear all of your ideas, all of your your uh, theories, be able to express it on the show, like all the other fake people that we that we <laughs> that we give I a mean, platform for. And by fake people, I definitely mean real people on the internet. Exactly, exactly. So my opening thoughts here are, Tim, how much do you like to sweat? Like almost none at all. Like we could almost do a Timmy 10 of like the worst things in the world. And I feel like <laughs> sweat would be sweating. It would be on, on the top of the list. It would be in there. That's a primary reason why I've gained an insane amount of weight since I graduated high school. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen me since high school, but, uh, <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> I have, I've seen you since high school. Chunks galore. <laughs> And mostly, most of it is just, I just don't like sweating. I love working out. I yeah. love like, like, you know, getting in there, being competitive. I like, I like, you know, focusing on music, but boy, do I not like to sweat or smell <laughs> weird. And that's what this episode's about. This episode today, we are tackling muscle bod buff pants, a great episode uh, where we get to see some really strange amount of strength from our, from our dear SpongeBob or yeah. lack of strength, lack of strength. That that is. Um, anyway, I hope you guys are having a good day. Let's uh, check out this episode together. Uh, let's jump right into the first act. SpongeBob is in his pineapple, making strongman poses in front of his mirror right before attempting a power clean of two teddy bears in an attempt to get stronger. Uh, Sandy comes over to tell SpongeBob that his workout regimen isn't too swole for the swole standards. 
And uh, she invites SpongeBob to come work out with her. SpongeBob imagines how much better his life would be if he could be buff. And he agrees to work out. Um, This is a pretty interesting start. So this is just jarring right off the bat. I mean, SpongeBob is like not strong at all, which, by the way, we should know. I mean, like the pounding, the pounds on that bar. So a standard (laughs) metal bar is like 45 pounds. Mm -hmm. Um, Two teddy bears are like what? Maybe like less than a pound. (laughs) Less than a pound. So at at most it's like 45 pounds. Right. And and SpongeBob struggles at 45 pounds. Yeah. (laughs) Which is jarring because he works at a fast food place, which later on a little spoiler, like he struggles to pick up a drink. So how is he managing (laughs) his... How is he managing his uh, his uh, spatula? Oh, his spatula. I mean, I was even thinking like, how does he manage to like pick up boxes of or patties? Like, open you know? the front door, <laughs> right, exactly. You know, like oh, he's lucky that they don't have to cut the grass <laughs> right, in between yeah. the bottom because it's just you know sand. <laughs> but like, how does he have most? How does he do most of the chores? If like the max that he can lift above his head is forty seven pounds. And and barely even that. And barely even that. <laughs> barely like really struggled to do that. It's just it's just jarring. Also, I didn't know Sandy was so jacked. So jacked. She's swole. <laughs> She's hip. She's a swole nation. She she pounds out those reps and the big bars. She puts them <laughs> over her head. No, but it's crazy because I didn't know I didn't know that muscles could retract. Because <laughs> she kind of lifts her like oh, her yeah. suit and and her suit is just like containing this just goddess of a body (laughs) i love that it's like that it's like human they're like human black man arms yeah (laughs) yeah why'd you go with black man i don't know he looks black (laughs) the skin is black it looks that's what it looks like in the episode okay (laughs) squirrel you know with big black man arms you heard it first here from (laughs) tip What a great moment. Anyway, um, how much do teddy do teddy bears weigh anymore underwater? Do you think like a so- soggy teddy bear? Well, but that's the thing that is more. like, but then it's kind of offset by like gravity. That's <laughs> right? true. So oh man, like, I didn't it makes think it about way that. Easier to yeah, like a forty-five it. pound bar. I mean, like I don't want to you know be Zach Galifianakis in that GIF, <laughs> you know, but I don't know the math on like. Well, I mean, what yeah. would it would it weigh nothing? I don't think it would weigh. I mean, there would be something there, but by and large, it's, oh my gosh! So are we like, yeah? Because the anchors would still work. I mean, anchors still work, right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh man, this is. I think we just uncovered this episode. <laughs> so I think that nobody's actually strong in this universe. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. They yeah. all just think they're being strong <laughs> because they don't have like air resistance that exactly. we have like on Earth. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So we could go <laughs> and take over Bikini Bottom with just like an average group of people. Oh yeah, it'd be easy. Just pick them up. I don't know. Just pick them up. <laughs> all right. What'd you find on the internet? Um, all right. So this is uh, we got got a long one here for this fan theory, but this is a fan theory from uh, Pump and Iron Chef two two eight one nine apostrophe eight one seven two six two eight hashtag swole on gnc.com. Uh, he or she says. This was a way for the writers of SpongeBob to endorse the usage of steroids. This was a popular topic back in the day, and they were paid by 
by all the steroid companies to brainwash wow. kids into thinking that it was acceptable. Wow. That's a deep one. That's a big one. That's a deep pull. <laughs> deep pull. Yeah. I, well, I was a kid at this time. I don't think I was really, and I was playing football. I don't think that I, when this came out, that is not at the time of you listening to this. I'm not a kid <laughs> right now. Um, but I don't think I really like pursued steroids. I did pursue creatine, which we talked about yeah, recently, yeah. which was kind of funny because they, the way they pitched creatine, it was basically like, you aren't going to get stronger, but you're going to look bigger. <laughs> and for some reason I thought that that works. That's the ticket. <laughs> that, that's exactly what's going to make me look like TJ Watt. You know, like I, the difference is I'm just going to pump water into my muscle right. essentially and look jacked. I don't know. I mean, I guess, um, you know, it's not too hard to brainwash a kid. No. And, and SpongeBob would be the place to do it. Mm. But I'm not sure if acceptance of steroids was necessarily the, the goal of this episode. Yeah. I mean, if anything, it's a little anti steroids because he tries to do yeah, the instant he sort muscles of cheats and, and it right. doesn't work out for him. At yeah. the end of the day, he still has to do, you know, Sandy's workout, which we'll get to later. Yeah. Anyway, moving right on to the second act in Sandy's Treatum, SpongeBob is working out only to have his arms fall off when he completes only one push up. Sandy puts SpongeBob. SpongeBob through a series of elaborate and wildly overcomplicated workouts before SpongeBob sneaks away from Sandy to go home and rest. While at home, SpongeBob hears an advertisement on the television for anchor arms and decides to let this be the way around being physically fit. SpongeBob walks all over town from this with his new arms, scaring the neighbors and wowing the buff guys at the beach working out. Now, first off, I got to say, this is just a great premise. It's just so funny <laughs> that like SpongeBob can't be strong. Right. And he buys something for like $14.95 on an infomercial. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like he's perfect. Right. Yeah. Right. His problems have been solved. <laughs> exactly. Which like all of us in the like chunky camp. <laughs> Like we would love that. I would <laughs> right. love if I could just spend four. I'd even probably do a subscription service. How much a month <laughs> would you spend to look skinny? I don't know. It it'd be up there. I'm, I don't know. Like, what do you think? Up there? What's up <laughs> there for ten? I said up there, and then I was like twenty bucks. So that's yeah, like that's not up there. What, cheap, what's real up there for you? I mean, like a hundred. You spend a hundred. I'd probably spend a hundred. I would. I know. Yeah. I don't know if I would spend a hundred though, but oh, that would I definitely be like- would. <laughs> I've spent a hundred in worse ways. <laughs> if it means that I can go still go to like McDonald's every other night. Oh, then yes, sure. That's true. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of an interesting little premise. So I wonder if they're trying to set up a company here to say, Hey, like if you want a real audience, you know, just offer <laughs> right. a good looking body for a subscription, like not even a subscription service as we saw, yeah. like he just gets them in the mail and they look great. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and it's funny because like the weird thing is, is like these things actually affect his strength because previously like we couldn't see him lift anything, Mm -hmm. but now he's like walking on his arms. Oh yeah. I guess that does show his strength. It's just, it's just jarring. You know, maybe, (laughs) maybe like with the fake arms, he realized that like water is like zero gravity. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I finally fixed him. Yeah. And like, he just, just like, well, I have these, these fake arms, but I also learned, Hey, nothing weighs anything down here. (laughs) So I don't know what the problem is. Yeah. Also, they showed this like arm cruncher thing and it's essentially you put your arms in and it just like smashes your arms. <laughs> I'm wildly confused yeah, by that I'm machine. Like, what is that? How does well, that help? 
<laughs> and the funny thing is, I feel like they're underwater. Like, this is a goofy cartoon. Like, you're supposed to make some joke out of this. Mm-hmm. But, like, they could have, like, better. Like, they could have made a oh, bench yeah. machine that's, like, underwater themed. Right, and it would have been yeah. funny. But the concept that, like, something just smashes your arms <laughs> continually it's just like the line of stupid. Right, exactly. Right? It's like it just crosses that line of like, okay, this is a bit hokey. <laughs> I also, I just, there's a part of it. But the real thing is, here's the real thing though. Like working out when you get stronger, what you're doing is you're ripping your muscle. Right, yeah. And so you're, you're, you're stretching your muscle out, you're ripping it, you're exhausting it, and then it recovers. So. Possibly, I bet the arm cruncher could do something. <laughs> yeah, know? but it didn't also break your bones. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But I wonder if your bones come back stronger. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe yeah. they're onto something. They're pitching all kinds of ideas here. Yeah, you know, right. subscription service to be skinny. This is like a Shark Tank episode. <laughs> I know, I know. It's a Shark Tank that was not a Shark. It was like pre Shark Tank. Yeah. Maybe this is where like Mark Cuban came up with he like, was like half I know of his ideas. <laughs> he he was watching SpongeBob and he was just amazed that nobody was doing like over analysis of these episodes to try to pull out <laughs> all the different ideas that that they were going with. Uh, what did you find in this episode? Uh, yeah. So this is a. Uh, a fan theory from uh, Lonnie Schwarzenegger, 223, on Reddit. Here she says, I hear from a friend of a friend that Arnold Schwarzenegger actually uses the anchor arms. Wow. He actually could only bench a muffin. That's pretty specific. <laughs> a muffin? A muffin. <laughs> I mean, the man loves his muffin, right? Just Maybe he face. was like a Star work- Starbucks worker and <laughs> like... Some like fan was like, "Hey, will you bench this muffin?" <laughs> and he was and like, then, "Yes." And then Arnold said, "Yes." And then he like <laughs> pretended like he couldn't for the picture. <laughs> and this guy's like, "I gotta go to the internet with this thing." <laughs> yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger's a fraud. This seems pretty ridiculous, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I I get it. I get it in one sense that Arnold's like arms do look bodacious, right? <laughs> they look fake. That's the best word for it. Is bodacious? They look like it's just. It's like th- he's obsessed with something that like no human has ever been that obsessed with. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, like it's just insane. <laughs> but it's also like it's pretty impressive because, I mean, the guy can obviously I just would wonder if like his veins are going to turn into like, you know, like they're just going to dissolve when he's like 80. Right. Yeah. It's a very morbid thing to say. Here on SpongeBob, <laughs> but the man has big veins and I don't know that veins were meant to be that big. <laughs> That's true. That's all I have to say. I'm, I'm not blood. trying to. I'm, I'm less trying to. I'm less trying to like put down Arnold Schwarzenegger and more trying to justify my own lifestyle of not pursuing. <laughs> right. You're like, I don't want my veins to get too exactly. big. Exactly. I don't want to. I don't want to lose. I got to keep up with my figure. My, <laughs> my figure, figure. Di- dictates eating Taco Bell every other night. You know. So uh, moving right along on to the third act. The third act. SpongeBob shows up to the beach where everyone is getting ripped. And uh, the entire group is just in awe of his new meat pipes. SpongeBob tells his workout routine to the guys at the bar while Sandy walks in and discovers how giant SpongeBob really is. Uh, Sandy then invites SpongeBob to join in on the anchor toss competition and registers SpongeBob before he can stop her. Sandy takes the early lead when SpongeBob approaches the anchor with a massive crowd going wild, waiting to see SpongeBob. SpongeBob perform. SpongeBob pulls himself together and attempts to pick up the anchor uh, when the air from the muscles then transfer to different parts on his body. Uh, When all of a sudden the anchor arms pop, 
Sandy comes over in disapproval and forces him to work out with her at her tree dome. So here's here's my biggest the biggest criticism I have for this episode is why is San, why is SpongeBob trying to get the attention of Sandy? Yeah, there, there has at the at the element of this is just SpongeBob likes Sandy. Mm hmm. I think so. He has some sort of crush for Sandy or right. something because at the at the very base of this is SpongeBob trying to get Sandy's approval. Right. And if there isn't a love connection, then then who cares what Sandy thinks <laughs> right, of you? Right, exactly. Like if you're like a pretty capable sponge who makes a good amount of money in the world, yeah. Why would you care what this person thinks that you aren't strong enough? Obviously, yeah. he's strong enough for his own world. I mean, this is obviously a love connection. What do you think about that? Um, I do. I think the love connection is definitely a possibility. I will also say it's possible. It's like a like a like a hero connection. Like SpongeBob views Sandy as like, you know, like a hero or like someone, someone to really to look, look up, up to. Yeah, someone to really look up to. See, here's the thing. I just don't see why he has to be over at her house later. Even so at the very end of the like episode? Like at the epilogue. At oh, the epilogue, yeah. like he's like changing the, the you know, the channels on the television. You're like, why does why is he there at, at all? Like right. he knows that Sandy disapproves of how like weak he is. Yeah. Why did he go over there? Oh, maybe <laughs> they were just having brunch. And Sandy's like, hey, while you're here, uh, why don't we work out? Yeah. And he's like, you want to do working out before or after making out? <laughs> That's the uh, that's the question that you exactly. Have to ask so I'm just thinking like I just think that there's like some under the table type love relationship going on here. And yes, I said it like that. <laughs> yes, I, I mean it's I mean it's funny because in a way like I mean you know not to say that like SpongeBob invented like Netflix and chill, but like that's kind of what's happening yeah. right there. Yeah. They're like hanging out. Get yourself TV. someone who loves you just like <laughs> Sandy loves SpongeBob. <laughs> What other cliches? What other cliches can we go with here? <laughs> the funny thing too here is that like you really do see that the 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 fake arms made him stronger mm -hmm. because like yeah. he's like just like uh, he even like kind of approaches it, yeah, you know, in a way where you're like, oh, he's like. Because previously, like like we said, forty seven pounds, you know, in zero gravity right. is like the limit for SpongeBob. Yeah. So therefore, you know. The, I don't know. Just these fake arms are just compelling to me. Oh, yeah. There's, you know what, though, about making him stronger? Like, there's a part where, you know, obviously he can't lift the anchor, but he goes to the top of the anchor and he, like, brings it yeah. down. And, you know, he's a sponge. So he really doesn't weigh that much. So yeah. he kind of brings it down. So it kind of makes him stronger. But, you know. Yeah. It's just, it's just jarring. What did you find? Mm. So this is a, a fan theory from Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, Do you want to read that one more time? Maybe. This is from Leonardo DiCaprio. There you go. <laughs> 2291 <laughs> from IMDb. Um, here she says, if you zoom in to the anchors used in this competition, you can clearly oh. see the RSS Titanic is written on one of them. Oh, is that there's true? a cut. There's a cut. Um, <laughs> man. Maybe that's why we're getting the attention of Jimmy Cameron. Oh yeah, I forgot about Jimmy Cameron. Yeah, we ride the SpongeBob. What are you talking about? <laughs> How could I have forgotten the, the writer of the SpongeBob? You know, there's another SpongeBob. There's another SpongePod. I am aware. Oh uh, no, another one. Oh, there's they another, just another started. one. Really? Yeah, 
Should we and give them mentor advice? We might because we have a lead writer of Jimmy Cameron, and I don't know why why they would start a SpongePod when they're competing with Avatar. Right. Anyway, Ridiculous. man, I think that I think there's some like I think there's something to this that SpongePob pub. SpongeBob is really like a spin-off of the Titanic movie. <laughs> I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of sea elements. There's a lot of there's a lot of evidence. We'll just have to keep an eye on that. <laughs> The squirrel that's on my head is very normal. I always have the squirrel with me. I'm laughing silently. I just want everyone to know. The document just says talk. And Tim went with squirrel. <laughs> is that your real hair? Nope, not my real hair. It's a squirrel. Tim, remember as advertisers, we need to build need. So again, is that is your hair real or do you wear a wig? You know what? Or is it, it is? a squirrel? <laughs> You know what? Neither. It is a wig. You are right. Okay, so we're doing an ad for wigs and hair pieces, not squirrels incorporated. Uh, well, if you're looking for something to cover your noggin, that's not a squirrel and something within the style of Squidward would be interested in. Make sure to check out wigs and hair pieces. What a very on the nose name. Oh, yeah. It's uh, on the nose for not squirrel people. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Check out wigs and hair pieces for all your wigs and hair piece needs. And welcome back to the Spun Pod. We are here with our fitness consigliere, Stephen Gearhart. He is our uh, expert on all things swole. How's it going, Stephen? I'm doing well. Doing well. So we're obviously talking about this Muscle Bob SquarePants episode where essentially SpongeBob sort of fakes his way to being physically fit. Um, my first question to you is, are there really any proven ways to be both ripped to the bone while still sitting on your couch and eating cheese like it's your job? Um, unfortunately not. Okay. Um, people are always trying to find, you know, kind of the, uh, little shortcut way to get big, um, okay. and without having to put in the effort. But, uh, in general, it, it just takes good old fashioned hard work in order to, uh, get the muscles that uh, SpongeBob wants. So even if it's not necessarily being ripped, is there like much of a path to someone just looking decent and still like eating vast amounts of gummy bears in general. No. Um, I think that the only time that people can generally eat whatever they want and uh, still stay skinny. Uh, they're also usually, um, using some other illegal substances. Oh, interesting. We'll have to talk about that off air. Um, <laughs> if food is so good, then why is sweating so annoying? Well, I think is sweating it just a, is just... Is it just a comfort thing? Yeah, I, I, just, I just think sweating is just annoying because it's not comfortable. That's um, true. But That's true. food is delicious. That's true. That's true. I think that question was just more me being hungry in this moment. That's fair. Um, does lifting really rip your muscle? 
before like it grows back? Like what is the process of lifting? Yeah. So when, when your muscles are getting stronger, essentially what you're doing is you're causing damage in your muscles so that it like basically will then regenerate and repair, um, to be better and stronger. Okay. And, and so that's kind of the process it goes through is it's, it's not really like, I think ripping sounds like a little too severe of a term, uh, but like okay. it's, it's like almost causing muscle damage to heal stronger. Gotcha. Type gotcha. Of thing. So with that in mind is one's muscle is one's stomach a muscle. So like if I were to eat a lot of food, am I really just working out my stomach? Actually? Yeah. Uh, stomach a is, is, is a muscle. I mean, and then you've got those, um, those eating competition people, like they actually train for that. Wow. And, and so, you know, like as they're actually having to like train for, um, different eating competitions, like they're, they're definitely yeah. working, working on it and, and having to practice in order to be able to eat more. So like Joey Chestnut, like he, he works on his craft. Yeah, he's like the Tom Brady of, Oh yeah. He's the goat. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, my last question for you, Steven, and thanks for helping us to understand this episode better. Cause obviously in the episode, you know, SpongeBob sort of fakes his way to being strong. And I, I don't think anybody really agrees with that, but Hey, it worked out for him. Do you think that Jesus was swole? Um, I would say that Jesus was probably pretty well fit. He was a carpenter. Um, so yeah. He and, could- and so he had to be good with his hands yeah. at least enough to be a carpenter. But then also on top of it, like, I just think that, you know, back when Jesus was, was around harder. and all that stuff, yeah. well, like just walking around everywhere, you know, oh, yeah. like, like in, in our society and stuff, we just get to sit around, um, whether it's in a pineapple or, uh, yeah. or a boat mobile, yeah. you know, then, uh, you know, like you can just kind of sit around and not do Absolutely. anything, but they had, had to, to walk yeah, everywhere. They had to walk everywhere and do yeah. everything without gold bond. Could you imagine? Oh, it'd be rough. And then you don't even get any crusty crabs to oh uh, my gosh. fulfill your hunger. You know, that would be daunting. And uh, yeah, well, hey, thanks for joining us here on the SpongeBob. I'm glad I could help. Absolutely. SpongePod, big thank you for Steven for getting swole with us here on the SpongePod. That was a great episode. I'm I really happy it. about watching that episode. That was a fun, fun episode <laughs> yeah. to watch. Um, glad you could join us here on the SpongePod. Hope you enjoy your Saturday morning cartoons. Um, our data researchist is uh, James James Harrison. Our associate producer is Rob Gronkowski. Our creative producer is TJ Watt. Child care producer is Christina Crosley. Our office assistant is Zach Cooper. Our audio engineer is Jessica Brummett. Our music by DJ Eugene and music and cover art by the man, the myth, the milky Michael G. Uh, make sure to check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Email us questions at the spongepod at gmail.com. Um, I just got to say, I'm really happy about this. I, I'm really, it's so much fun to be back doing the SpongePod, laughing about dumb stuff. I'm <laughs> glad we're glad we're here doing it. I'm glad you're listening. And uh, yo, Adrian, Adrian, I watch SpongePod <laughs> and SpongeBob. It's both of them. It's both of them. See, I didn't look at the answer, but I know that that one is definitely from Rambo. I mean, Rocky. Thanks for listening.